Yo, what up? Welcome to Cameos. We are back in the studio, studios respectively, uh, after a week hiatus, which is totally my fault. Um, had to do some family vacation. You know how summer is, but thrilled to be here. Couldn't be more excited to be doing another session with, uh, my favorite nerd friend of all time, Samson. Uh, I got a new chair. And it wait, can you do the can you do the lean back and forth? Oh my god. Yeah, look at that. No He's noise. got full mobility, folks. Yeah, he shout is to, shout out to Te Greek. Te, te Greek, the Te Dungeon Master. Uh thanks for <laughs> donating the chair. Cause I don't know if y'all have noticed, but those of you who watch our stream live, Samson has not moved an inch in the last <laughs> like month and a half. He just has to sit there completely rigid. So thank you yeah. for Sam's back and uh and yeah, for the for our oh, I heard a squeak. No, that, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that, that squeak is fine. <laughs> There's always going to be some level of a squeak. Yes. Um, if I hadn't said so already, my name is O'Shaughnessy. I am so excited to be here. We are cameos, uh, comic books, anime, movies, and everything else. Um, your weekly play by play. If there's a nerd culture around it, uh, we try to cover it. But there are only two of us, so right now we are doing Miss Marvel and The Boys. Um, so we we're covering the last two episodes that have come out of those two. Um, so for those of you guys hanging out, sticking around for the first half of this, I think uh, you want to open it up with you pick, flip a coin. Bless you. Thank you. I, I guess that. I was contagious. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> allergy season. Yeah, um, I'll say let's let's do Ms. Marvel. I'm the okay. least enthused about Ms. Marvel. I'll okay, why, though, so. that's fair. Yeah, we want to end it on a high note, and um, yeah. I still stand by the fact that I think the boys is the best thing on television. But Miss mm. Marvel, I have been enjoying it, and our our brief exchange of texts last night talking about getting set up for today led me to believe uh, that maybe you and I are not of a like mind on that. So every, everything like tapers off for me. Uh, I, I'll say that I don't enjoy it quite as much as I did at the start, but mm -hmm. I still really like it. But tell me, tell me about why it, why it fell off for you. I, I think, and what I think Disney's problem is, is that they're trying to cram like way too much into like the six episode, mm -hmm. uh, 45 to 55 minute block. Mm -hmm. So at some point it like, it starts to get like corny or like, it just doesn't make sense. Or like, it's, it's like, you know, like you don't, let's say for Miss Marvel, for example, I don't think they need, needed like the clandestine, at least not in this season. They need a big villain. They could have just showed you how, you know, this, this girl is struggling with not only these new abilities, but then also, uh, She's 16 and going through all this stuff with her family, uh, trying to figure out why, like, uh, what happened with her great-grandmother mm -hmm. for the Bengal to be here, like, what happened with my family. And I think to have that, to have her now conflict with Nadia because of, uh, uh, you know, her friend figures out who she is mm -hmm. and, like, oh, you're causing all these problems from for, like, the Pakistani uh, community and then... Uh, 
then you have the clandestine as mm-hmm. well. Uh, you have like Bruno doing stuff. You have uh, this new group whose name I forgot that fight the clandestine. Like it's the, just it's too uh, much. Department of uh, Damage Control. No, oh, yeah, sorry. There's the Department of Damage Control. Then there's also when they went to Pakistan. Oh, the Red Dagger. The Red Dagger. Yes. The Red Dagger. So it's just so much like thrown at us. If they had like. You remember the, the the Netflix ones like the Daredevil and the Punisher? Mm-hmm. They had like ten episodes of this length, so you got time to like develop stuff. And each of those episodes were like an hour. Yes, at least. So these these run like forty minutes, I think. Yeah. So that's that's why it's kind of trailing off for me. It's like it's just too much, and it's starting to be like a little stupid to me. All right, so I totally hear you, uh, and those are all valid points. Counterpoint. I think that this show has done a better job than most other Marvel properties of like bringing in other characters and stories in a way that like I I listened to this other podcast called The Ringerverse. Uh, If you want to hear more nerd shit that does it way better than we do, go check them out. They one of their hosts was talking about the fact that what do you know about Ned from Spider-Man, right? Like, Ned is the man in the chair. But, like, what do you know about him beyond that? Nothing. Oh, I know? Yeah. No, I mean, like, from the movies. <laughs> from the movies. Oh, from the movies? Oh, right. Oh, oh, That's oh, what yeah, I mean. That- as, a, as, a, as, a, as a watcher of all the Spider-Man movies, there's, Ned has been in, like, four movies at this point. You don't know anything about him other than he's, like, Peter's best friend, he's the man in the chair, and they go to school together. Whereas we are a few episodes into this, I already have a whole backstory on Bruno I know a bunch about Nadia. She's running for the council on the, you know, um, her mosque. Mm -hmm. Like I can totally see that there's throwing too much in there. But whereas a lot of these properties are like just centered around the superhero and nobody else, which is ultimately what we're here to see. I, why I'm still really engaged with this show is I think they've done a better job than anything that I can remember at like building up the world around that character and like sort of how that contributes to our character's story. So I, I, I disagree with that though. So like what, how? Because those, so those first three Disney MCU TV shows. So Loki, WandaVision and uh, mm-hmm. Captain America and Winter Soldier. I think they did like a great job of like building the world around the character without it. Like, Besides Falcon Winter Soldier, because I still don't like the way it is. Like that's so much more than <laughs> I just I really hate the way it ended. But like I think they did a great job of like building the world around the character, even especially Loki, right? Because as you like learn you learn about Loki, right? And then he'll come Sylvie, who's also Loki, and then you get everything about like uh what was uh, Owen Wilson's character's name? Owen Wilson. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why <laughs> Mobius. It's like Morbius. Yeah. It's Mobin time. (laughs) It's Mobin time. But you get the whole world around them and the fact that they're all variants and they had these these lives before like all this stuff happened. To me that that's great. And I I appreciate how that's done. And it's Mm -hmm. done in a way where it doesn't like it's not too much information, right? Okay. It was it all filled into like the same narrative. There was like one good guy, one bad guy, and then all the other characters sort of fit into that. I see that. Yes. I, I see I see that, but I don't think I connected with like anybody in Loki besides oh. Mobin um, <laughs> to the same degree that I like, you know, 
I am interested in like what happens to Bruno and like I may be less interested about Nadia's stuff, but she's been in the show for like all of five and a half minutes. But um, like the whole stuff with the gin, no, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. That's, the, that's all interesting. And I'm interested in too. It's just, it's too much. Cause I know there's only two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Right. So how yeah, that's gonna, fair. All this stuff in only two episodes. So how am I going to get Bruno's struggle with you're contact? thinking about the disappointment that is inevitable two episodes from now. Yeah, I'm still so trying maybe, maybe to live in the moment <laughs> or I'm like, Oh, this stuff is engaging. Um, to each their own, though. I, I I respect I respect that point of view because I they are uh, one thing I think that we can both agree on is like them trying to cram this stuff into like six episodes and be all over the map with it. Um, I don't think is the approach that either of us would like to see. I mean, if I got a choice, I would much rather get more Miss Marvel um, and have her story. I'd love to know way more about her than we do now. Mm-hmm. especially knowing that we only got two episodes left, um, then learn more about Bruno trying to go off to college. But since they've gone that route, I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm here for the ride. I expected, I did not expect to like the show at all. So like anything that it does uh, is really, you know, everything that it does to prove me wrong on that, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. So give props where they're due. Um, last episode. So let's see last two episodes. Yeah, three first, then four. Yeah, so we got to see uh, what what happened at the end of the second one. Um, uh, the wow, well, the clandestine. We're like, all right, here we're we're done. They we're done. they like, crashed nice. her brother's wedding, right? No, that's that's in the third. That one. That was in the third episode. Okay, so then, that's yeah, where it picks I, up. I think the end of the second one, they're like, all right, we're done with this. Mm-hmm. She's because she texts him like, yeah, it might be too dangerous. Right, 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 like, right. Nah, right. We're not waiting. So, yeah. And then they, it's time. The whole it's kerfuffle at the wedding uh, yes. goes down, which, you know, let's uh, let's let's talk about the combat in this as a whole, because I think episodes uh, three and four uh, both had more fighting than we've seen up to now. What do you uh how do you think the the action sequences are in this cuz they're they're <laughs> lengthy fight sequences if nothing else. Yeah, I, I appreciate that she can't fight. You know what I mean? Like I always love that. Like don't just have a character other than a superhero so they can do right. XYZ. No they no you can't. She's not dying yet. So no, they did a good job of doing yeah. that with her like little montage with the Mario jumps and like she can barely control her stuff. And yes, that, I, I love all of that. She suddenly really is not great in a fight, at least in the first one. She's I think she's still not great as she sneaks around. She doesn't know how to at least in the in the third episode, she doesn't know how to use her powers as well, still. So she's kinda, you know, sneaking around that kitchen, mm-hmm. uh trying to, you know, elude the bad guys as she pulls a fire alarm to get her family out of mm-hmm. there. She can't really do much. Uh but I, I do like the the way that other people fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, like, are the clandestine like super strong, or like, what's what's going on with them? They don't seem like too too special. Mm. Like, it doesn't seem like they have. They have like magical weapons action. that turn into yeah. like bendy versions of themselves. Like the guy had like yeah. a steel thing, and it turned into like a whip. Um, yeah, so I want to talk more about the clandestine because I don't actually know their background, but it sounds like you might know a little bit. But it's like a, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to explain them. They're like a, 
random uh, villainous slash heroic group uh, in the comics. I think they're like from England or something. Is like are they genies? The are they are they jinn? They have like a bunch of names. That's just one of the names okay. that they have for the whole group. Uh, but they pop up randomly. I think they fight the X Men at some point. They okay. Do a lot of, random stuff are they from the um because i know one of the theories that we had been throwing around at the beginning was that uh these are the nega bands and the like universe that she keeps seeing or the the dimension that she keeps seeing is the dark dimension um no, did the clandestine have anything to do with that no no, no they're definitely from earth okay they, but they, what about that what about the nor uh nor world that they're trying to get back to uh, I, I I think that was created uh, for this for the show. I gotta, yeah, I got to check it. Like the, like I said, the clandestine. It's not like there's some big in the comics. Kind of like a small offshoot. My uh, thinking I, was uh, my thinking was I was wondering if the the Nor world or whatever they're calling it uh, was the dark dimension or whatever the the. Uh, no. Maybe it could be, and they they could like they could do that because. Like I said, the mega bands are in that dimension. Uh, they've already explored like alternate realities and multiple universes in, right. uh, in the MCU. Uh, so this could be a way to do that. Plus, making her clandestine instead of making her inhuman, even though Black Bolt was introduced as an inhuman. I don't. I'm in, not giving up on the you know, inhuman thing yet. Since... It, maybe, maybe she will be inhuman later. Uh, so one thing that inhumans have. Uh, where I feel like this show could lean in if they wanted to go that way is it's in it's in their blood. Like Inhumans are born that way, and this show mm-hmm. focuses a lot on lineage, like her family history, her culture. But all ultimately, all that leads back up, like her genealogy, right up to her great grandmother or whoever was on that train. So I feel like they could lean into that and just say, you know, we saw in one of the scenes. Um, that the band that they pulled the body off of in episode two, I think that was in that flashback with her great grandmother. That might have been episode three. Sorry, it's been a while. Uh, vacation fried my brain. When they pulled that uh, band off of that person, it was blue. So, Cree, you know, yeah, the mega bands are one of the Cree inventions, also. right? And so, like so is the versions. so is the the Inhuman project is all a Cree thing. It's so everything's Cree. Everything's Cree. And Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel being the first property in the MCU where we saw Cree stuff, um, where they properly introduced it. So I feel like they could be doing their own spin on it, um, where they introduce the inhumans in a different way. Um they could they could bridge all this clandestine and they could say the clandestine are an offshoot of the inhumans. Yeah, they, they kind of like blend a lot of things in the uh, the cinematic universe from the comics. I would be surprised since, you know, you proved me wrong uh, last time mm-hmm. with them definitely saying without any uncertainty that Black Bolt is an inhuman. They used the I word after that mm-hmm. terrible TV show that I thought that word was going to be blackballed from Kevin Feige's like work forever. Um, since they since they threw him in so close to this property, if they stick with the fact that Inhumans exist but don't make Miss Marvel an Inhuman, I feel like that would be a weird way to go. If they were just like, no, she's clandestine. 
Um, I agree. Plus, the clandestine, like I said, clandestine don't matter. Uh, maybe clandestines will just be like a segment of inhuman, like the inhumans. Some of them when it went to be clandestines. I don't know that that would make no. anybody mad. No, probably not. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like why I still like it. I've seen enough to keep me hooked. This show is definitely like not for what I would say is like our demographic, like men in their 30s. This is totally a like uh, that's so Raven, but with superpowers kind of thing. But it's like a teen drama for dramedy. What it's worth. This is way better than any like um, Xenon Xenon whatever do that. <laughs> nothing better than xenon the sequel xenon the sequel that's so Z- raven cetus lapidus this I'm is way it. better than any of those so it's nah, like don't do that 100 percent. Do this show is nah. actually acted by real people uh they have more of a script so that's i, I think i think i'm all. still looking at this show in a positive light because i uh I came into it with zero expectations, but and I, I just think it'll like if they didn't have if it was just her, Nadia, Bruno, uh, you know, growing up, going through things together. She saves random people in the town and she learns how to use her powers. Uh, and then maybe at the end of the season, she catches the eye of the clandestine. I would have like loved the show. It's not throwing too much in there. In season two, she can go to Pakistan, you know, learn more. I about do. I do wonder about the inclusion of the damage control aspect like i'm i'm curious why that's gotta that's gotta feed some larger narrative they seem almost like you could just pull them right out of the story and nothing would change yeah i agree i think that's what i'm saying this this was too much damage control could have been the main villain Mm -hmm. where she's trying to hide her identity from this group i'm glad it's i'm glad they're not for what it's worth that'd be pretty boring if it's like they have like technology they have the connections. They uh, have zero ability to catch anybody. They're so bad at their job. Like this maximum security prison. <laughs> these guys just broke out from like, like hardly trying. The guys like standing there with like this big stun gun. They're the worst. I, they're the worst. If their job is to catch superheroes, they should all be fired. And also this maximum security prison that these guys <laughs> broke out of is the same maximum security prison that Abomination is just like walking in and out of with Wong doing these street fights that we saw in Shang-Chi. Same place. These guys need to get fired. We need to bring S.H.I.E.L.D. back. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. needs to come back. Uh, is sword, Sword's still around, though, right? That's sword's up in space. Up. They don't give a shit. Sword. sword Samuel Jackson's like, let's. Earth is a lost cause. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Move on. I, don't know, I think if they, if Damage Control could have been writ- written better or, like, you know, more competent, uh, doing their job the way they're supposed to be doing it. That would have been a good first season. Like, not too much thrown in there. Right now, it's just it's too But much. the clandestine thing is good. Why The reason why I appreciate that they're there, with or without damage control, is that they, like, funnel into this whole story about uh, Kamala's background, lineage. Like, they're, they go back. Yeah. There's interactions with her family. And this show, you know, for better or worse, really leans into, like, her being herself to like realize her powers you know what i mean like the more that she learns about her background and like talks to her grandmother and stuff the more 
she starts to understand about her powers. And like they do that in a way that actually makes sense as opposed to like at the end of Doctor Strange where he's just like, believe in yourself. And she's like, all right, <laughs> this is like this is like that, but like actually done well. You know what I mean? It's like, here's who you are. And they do it through this like cultural lens, which I think is interesting because we've never seen anything like that. But um, yeah, that's why I'm still kind of like, okay, it's, you know, it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but uh, I like it more. I think I'm going to end up liking it more than Moon Knight. I think I already do. I mean, I, I think it's better than Moon Knight to me, even though this show was <laughs> Xena, Xenon, the sequel, uh, the sequel. This is not as good as Xenon. The sequel, <laughs> don't disrespect the OG Disney films and shows. It's, it's, not, it's not on that level. So tin fat, uh, tin foil hat time, theory time. What do you, uh, what do you see? Because right now, our our big bad is kind of up in the air. Our big bad seems like it's going to end up being the DODC, in my opinion, the Department the Cl- of Damage Control. Did I miss something? The Clandestine didn't. They didn't go away. They're not. No, dead. they're still there. But like, I don't. They their like motive seems like. They they they'll do whatever they need to get done to get it done. But like at the end of the day, I think we're supposed to like sympathize with them a little bit. But you think they're? I mean, I guess yeah, that answers kinda, my question. You you see? Evil, so. Oh yeah, they're no doubt. To, they don't care what happens in the world as long as they no. Can they've go. been they've been mulling around for like whatever 100, 200 years, however long. Yeah. Oh, so I, sorry. Also, if if this nor nor world dimension is the same as like the Nalus dimension. Uh, where like Annalis has a Negabands in the comics. One of the Negabands, like they don't want to go back there. That place is horrible. Is it? <laughs> Unless they don't know that he's ruling it. Right oh, now. is that okay? Yeah, so I just yeah, read yeah. Annihilation, and I knew that they came from beyond the universe. I guess I forgot yeah. that it was called the Dark Dimension. So it's something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but Annalis rules it. Yeah, and then he comes over with his mega bands and his army. Well, he came over with one. Didn't he get one from Quasar, like at the beginning of Annihilation? Uh, I don't he, think he took. Quasar's. He took something from Quasar. So if he took Quasar's like quantum bands and combined them with his mega bands, maybe I I just don't remember. I read that like a uh, man. <laughs> it was like 2016 or something. It's ridiculous. I read it a long time ago. Uh, why you look that up? I don't think. I, like, I don't think the. I don't think damage. The negative people. zone. Negative zone is yeah, from was from where okay. uh, Nihilus is from. The dark dimension. We are getting confused because oh, that where, is from uh, Doctor Strange. Dormammu that's Dormammu. Is, is. yep. Yeah. So I, then, I don't. I don't. I don't think damage control is like the ultimate evil. I think the main woman in damage control is kind of just like an asshole. <laughs> ultimate but, racist. Karen, yeah, right. She sucks. But I think in general, like, I don't think like the government is actively trying to like, uh, shut down these beings. Maybe they try to recruit them after they determine whether or not, uh, their, uh, their intentions are good or evil. You know what I mean? I think that's like damage controls overall purpose. Yes. Like get in there. Then it's like, Oh, all right. So we'll work with you. Uh, we'll help train you. They bring you to the fold. We want to utilize this new super being. Uh, you wait. So you think that's Department of Damage Control's objective is to bring in 
unregistered superheroes and to like train them up? I yeah, I would assume. Let's, let's say you have another if because if if the idea is that all right, we could have another Thanos level threat mm-hmm. at some point. We need uh, operatives in some way. Uh, in the same way that they try to get the what the accords passed and like let's mm-hmm. register superheroes. It's not like they're trying to uh, just get rid of them. Let's register these these people so they work for the government. They I like first. your optimism, but I see the Department of Damage Control being very much like the other side of it, where they're just like, we can't be having these unregistered superheroes running around everywhere, so we're gonna lock them up. And if they want to work with us, maybe we'll let them. But the most important thing is that they're behind bars. Um, maybe we'll get like a Suicide Squad thing. Wasn't there uh, an Avengers group that was all just like it's the, terrible they're people? Already make, they're already making that movie. Yeah. So. so maybe that's what this is. But like the Department of Damage Control, I don't see from what we've seen so far from this. And then I think they were in one of the Spider-Man movies, too. They were in Spider-Man. Um, it might have uh, been Homecoming. I thought, is that the one in? in it was the, the first one. No. There's okay, so they were in one of the Spider-Man movies, but like, and they're in uh, Ant-Man as well. Okay, they don't because, uh, seem to really be trying to collaborate oh, no, with superheroes. Can't remember. Sorry. Either I way, who Randall Park's character was if he was in the FBI or if he was in Death Patrol. Uh, Randall. <laughs> yeah, I know Randall Park is in the FBI now, but he could have come over from Damage Death Control. Control. I don't remember. Either way, every time we've seen them, they've been more about like shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing. Um, so I don't see them being like the new shield per se. They're just like, okay, shield is pretty much gone. That was all Nazis. So that didn't work out. Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's just have a prison for superheroes. So I, I, it, it probably could totally be them, um, as the big bad guy. I think the clandestine are going to be like some, you know, Cause like uh, they already have that one character, um, the son con, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the son's name, but the ch- the dude that is like uh, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Or Cameron. He's vibing. He's vibing with Miss Marvel. Like he's a sympathetic character. We know he's a Not good no guy. More. She she met dude in the red daggers. Yeah, yeah dude. This is this is totally a young adult show. They keep throwing <laughs> in like you got Bruno, you got Red Dagger, dude, whose name is escaping me right now. You got Cameron. Like, what's a girl to do? She's Wait, just surrounded by we, we thirsty boys. We call him Pakistani. Uh, 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 Pakistani. Uh, the date. The dude who's dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I know. I, I remember that. Too. Pete, uh, come on, chat. Pete Davidson. Pakistani. Pakistani uh, Pete, Pete Davidson. <laughs> that's, that's what we called him. That's why we couldn't remember his name. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just made up a name for him. him that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I am curious to see. We got two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, two episodes get shaken out. And then our next property after this is going to be She-Hulk, where we're going to be back with the Department of Damage Control. We know a lot. So it's so going to be interesting. Maybe, maybe that's the, the point of them being in this show now. Is to like re-familiarize to... yourself with them because yeah. it seems like they're going to be a big part of the next one where it's literally yeah. just about like superheroes going to court. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I hope that's more of a comedy than like we need some action in here. It was supposed like, to be. I okay, I, I don't think honestly, I don't think you need action in all of these shows. Like at some point, it's not really that necessary to me. No. Like I even in this, I don't think they needed the action scenes. They could have had her struggle with her power and maybe do like a little, maybe stop a bank robber, you know, like do some random. But I think just I, I'd like to see just characters develop. That's like cool. I appreciate the fight scenes because they do they do show that she like doesn't properly know how mm-hmm. to use them, and that's nice to like see that she's still learning this shit. By the time we met Spider Man in the MCU, my man was already catching buses and being adopted by Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Like the the origin story stuff i feel like we haven't seen like a proper one in a while mm. moon knight was already well established uh by the time we met him he was already doing his shit um mm. you know that's a good point i don't think we've seen an origin story for a superhero since doctor strange yeah or sorry miss marvel or captain marvel captain marvel came captain out. marvel i guess doctor yeah strange, but dude she came out the gate like uh, omega power level over 9,000. She had no training montage. She didn't have Bruno up on the rooftops. She just like, she got infected (laughs) by, she got, yeah, she, yeah. But I mean, like she didn't have to learn how to use her powers. She's just like, Oh, I'm radioactive and I'm a goddess. Boom, boom. And she's just like running around shooting Mm -hmm. shotgun key blasts out of her fists. Like Mm -hmm. this is, this is just cool to see. It's like, it reminds me of uh, when we got to see uh, Tobey Maguire, learning how to use his powers. Haven't really seen that since. Or Tony Stark, I think, you know, when he first built the Iron Man suit, that was some cool, like, okay, this is how he became. Very okay. Two more. Two more, and then it's done. Um, And then we get a lead up to um, the Marvels. And then um, right after that is Secret Secret Invasion. Or I am Groot is somewhere in there. Oh no, I mean I'm like awesome. following the Miss Marvel storyline. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, so, and yeah. I, also, I am I am interested to see like this. Oh, Captain Marvel Two is in there. Situation. Uh, yeah, Captain Marvel Two is somewhere in there. But the, this whole train situation, like the significance mm-hmm. of it, like whatever's going on with her great grandmother, I'm sure she's still alive somewhere. Probably has the other band. So, uh, uh yeah, I'm interested to see that. We'll see what happens tomorrow, actually, because. Another episode tomorrow. And maybe it'll impress you. Maybe, maybe. All right, cool. Well, uh, those of you guys that are hanging out, we are we are gonna continue on our lively conversation next, talking about the boys. But for everybody else listening uh in the future on our podcast or YouTube or wherever you may want to find us. Uh go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We are Cami underscore OS. Um, I try to post updates on there about when we're going to stream because we are on Twitch at Cameos. Um, So, yeah, thanks for tuning in, dudes. Peace on that Uh, one. uh, 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 Bazinga. (laughs) Bati.